Hi, this is John J.P. Podlasic of Game Dev Advice. I'm a 30-year veteran of the game development industry and have a podcast where I interview artists, animators, programmers, designers, CEOs, and all different types of people that work in the game development industry. Whether you're an aspiring or an experienced game developer, you'll find useful, thought-provoking, and sometimes funny advice on the podcast. So check it out. This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. What's up, Argonauts, and welcome to another Retro Gaming Podcast. This is episode 94 of the Rcast. I am your host, David Gilson, and with me is a man who knows video games better than Bo knows any sport, Robert Workman. No, Bo, Bo knows car commercials. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Seriously, the last time we saw Techmobile really featured in any sort of media, it was, the, well, I forget the, which, which brand did it, but it was like two or three different Techmobile commercials. One even had Brian Bosworth in it. Yeah, that's going back. We haven't seen him since like Stone Cold, so you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is our Tech Mobile episode. I, I guess with the Super Bowl being all set and everything, and David not shutting up about the Patriots for the next week and a half, we decided to just continue with our little roll on with uh, football here. We got Mutant League. I'm sorry, Mutant Football League last week. This week we're talking all about Tech Mobile, and we got a great guest joining us too, David. Who's joining us? Yeah. So with us is Dave Murray, who runs the Tech Mobiler site. So wants to say hi there, Dave. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you know, I figure like since um, you know since like we we are approaching like the Super Bowl and everything, and we want to kind of keep that football love going, especially in terms of retro gaming. Uh, we would talk about you know about like Techno Bowl. So what better person to have on here than you? Like especially like you know the fact that you do run TechnoBowlers.com. So it's, it's a real pleasure to have you on here. And um, yeah, so we'll definitely be like jumping into some Techno Bowl very soon. But first, we have to talk about John Cena. <laughs> So apparently, John Cena is going to be, or at least the rumor is out there anyway, that he's going to be playing as Duke Nukem in a movie that's based on Duke Nukem. Uh, Robert, tell me how excited or how dejected you are over this news. Uh, well, let me put it this way. I actually know the guy who voices Duke Nukem, John St. John, and he's on a campaign to stop this thing, and I can't say I blame him. Because <laughs> oh, wow. okay, Let's talk about this real quick. Okay, When Hollywood makes these video game movies, usually they try to go for like a PG-13 rating. In fact, I don't even recall the last uh, video game movie that had an R rating except for maybe Resident Evil, the final chapter or something like that. Yeah. So – I mean, they're going to go for a PG-13 rating because Cena appeals to those WWE wrestling fans and all that stuff. And that's probably the worst thing you could do with Duke Nukem because, you know, he's a mature character. He is. You know, he talks about his balls or, you know, he talks about how somebody's fucked or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, he hits on the girls or whatever and he shoots all the, the aliens. It's carnage. It's R-rated carnage. And trying to cram that into a PG-13 movie sounds like the worst thing in the world. And as for the casting, I mean, Cena's got – the Nukem look, but I don't think he's got the Nukem attitude. No, no. I mean, I, I can certainly so, see him like kind of like you know, like looking like Duke Nukem for sure. Like especially since he already somewhat has the haircut kind of thing going on. It's obviously the build and everything too. 
but yeah, unless he like all of a sudden just like like turns the light switch all of a sudden and like can like you know portray that like over the top kind of action star. I'm not sure if this is the right move. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if, if like even like a Duke Nukem movie period is even like the right move. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious on what your thoughts are on, on that, Dave. Yeah, I, I saw it. It was kind of surprising for me. Uh, kind of in the same vein of it would be a lot tamer with him, but he kind of fits the build, fits the look. You know that Hulk kind of thing. They'll they'll dirty him up and make him look less pretty. Yeah, <laughs> found that part appealing of it, but that's kind of as far as it went. I was just like, I, I don't really know where this is going to go now. So it was certainly surprising for sure. I, I just don't think he's got the fit. You know, it, it, yeah. it's like um, you guys remember like Max Payne, right? Yeah, the movie sure. with 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 friggin' Marky Mark, Trans- <laughs> Transformers boy Marky Mark. <laughs> it, uh, it was terrible. It, it was just a terrible movie, a terrible adaptation, everything like that. And you got to wonder if like Paramount's going to learn any lessons from that or anything like that, and if they're going to move forward with this project. I really don't think that they should. You know, Cena. Cena's an actor. He's going to do his stuff and everything like that, like The Marine and Ferdinand and all these other movies that he's in and stuff like that. But I just don't think Duke Nukem is a proper fit. I think this movie's going to get laughed out of theaters. And I know Duke Nukem doesn't have the greatest legacy right now, what with Duke Nukem Forever being the way it was and everything like that, but he's still Duke Nukem. This would kind of make him even more of a laughing stock and I, I can't blame john st john for trying to stop this thing seriously it's yeah. it's bad <laughs> yeah unless maybe like if they like turn into like an animated duke nukem film and have john st john reprise the role then i could certainly see that maybe yeah and and they kind of got a uh, duke nukem in uh, ready player one but that's more of a cameo based thing yeah I, he, he's in it real quick but i think that's the best way to do it <laughs> without you know like trying to wear out his welcome for sure, for sure. So I guess we'll stay tuned to see how uh, how Duke Dukem turns out to be uh, on the big, the big screen, if it does end up like you know happening, because right now it's still kind of a little bit of rumor mill kind of thing going on, so who knows if this will even get off the ground, but we will definitely stay tuned to that. And um, another thing to stay tuned to is uh, Cody, apparently. So uh, Cody is the uh, streaming service, basically. Like There are like Cody boxes out there and stuff, and I'm not 100% uh, familiar with like the whole Cody service, but I, I certainly like have heard of it. And apparently, they're rolling out their own retro gaming um, kind of like streaming service, more or less. So like you're able to basically access uh, like emulators, pretty much, or, or like ROMs, really, like like um, like emulators. Like I think it's ROMs through emulators that are built into the Cody like um, I don't know software, basically. Uh, that's going to be you know that's going to be rolling out. Uh, but I believe like Nintendo has already kind of like spoken up as far as like um, kind of like warning. Cody that they want you know that they want to kind of tread lightly uh to kind of borrow a line there from Walter White and Breaking Bad that uh this could be um like legally dubious in a lot of ways so Robert I was kind of curious on your thoughts with this you know it, it is interesting seeing how retro gaming is being added to this but there is definitely going to be that question in terms of piracy you know like if Nintendo catches whiff of any of their games on this service they're going to go after them like nobody's business because they always go after games that kind of represent that try to steal from their classic gaming essences they protect their privacy like nobody's business so i mean it really comes down to how long it'll last i don't know i mean it really does depend on the distribution um if it really you know affects any certain friends it looks like mortal kombat 3 is involved based on the screenshot we've seen so i mean they're definitely not backing down from the bigger games but you just got to wonder <laughs> what kind of legal trouble they might be tiptoeing into 
Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I know, like, even even people who use like the Cody service in order to you know in order to utilize could also potentially. Uh, face some sort of legal action as well, apparently, because, you know, like, it's again, like, you know, people who use it, but also like the people who provide it, uh, you know, bo- like both parties are pretty much like at, um, uh, considered at fault anyway, as far as like the whole patent claims and like how that's like, you know, utilized and everything. Uh, so Dave, I was kind of curious in your thoughts too on this. Yeah, this is something we deal with a lot kind of in the techno world. You know, we use ROMs and it's the, the lifeblood of what we got going on. So it's constantly this this dance of <laughs> how far can we go, what can we do and push with it. And pushing on, putting on something like Cody is interesting to me just because it already has such a bad name just in media in general. Everybody yeah. kind of hates them and goes after them. So for them to roll out this next great thing that is already hated kind of <laughs> communally across the board, it was just an eyebrow raising for me, you know, I don't necessarily love the service, but I, I kind of get it. You know, they're just trying to keep people in it 24 seven, kind of the, the Facebook effect. So for sure. Yeah. I think it's super ballsy and I think it's not going to end well, you know, like Nintendo, like they, they come after like YouTubers for, oh, yeah. you know, posting a stream or something. So like, yeah, here, download Mario three. Like that's not going to go well. So no, maybe I mean, they're doing it intentionally to piss everybody off. I don't know. It, it could be. Yeah. Or like, they're just like trying to, I guess like, uh, capture like the, you know, the same audience who would be looking to kind of buy like an NES class, I guess NES class, like, cause obviously like, those things are hot and people are kind of like getting more and more into retro gaming in general lately. Uh, that this is obviously like, you know, Cody's way of like trying to step in there and kind of get their piece of the pie. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, it is very legally dubious <laughs> for sure in a lot of ways. And, 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 and like you said there, too, like with like Nintendo being super protective of their properties, uh, you know, they're, they're even kind of quoted here saying uh, whether you have an authentic game or not or whether you have possession of a Nintendo ROM for a limited amount of time, i.e. 24 hours, it is illegal to download and play a Nintendo ROM from the Internet. So just to even like, you know, just to download and play it. And again, that's kind of like, you know, gets back into like what I was saying before about how even the people who use it are also, you know, considered at fall. And there was like that whole scare. I remember, um, I forget exactly, like, was it like Napster or like people using LimeWire or something like that? Or like people who are kind of like found to have like pirated music or just pirated like software of some sort or whatever uh, can, you know, at any point pretty much have like the FBI kind of like knocking on their door and just like bring them, bring them in and all this stuff. Uh, there have been like reports or at least rumors kind of like that that have spread around the internet, like for that. So this seems to be like Nintendo kind of like cracking down in a very similar kind of fashion, but you know, we will definitely see. And um, you know, this, uh, as you said there, Dave too, like this, is, this, this doesn't exactly help Cody's already shaking, uh, shaky reputation, like in just streaming uh, in the streaming business or just in the business in general. So uh, we'll yeah, see definitely. how that all plays out. So, uh, so that's going to lead us into the part of the show now called what do you play? And we get into the games we've all been playing or have recently beat. So Dave, with you being our special guest, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? To be honest with you, don't have a ton of time to play these days, but what I have been playing is a ton of Fortnite. Oh, yeah, I okay. play that at all. Yeah. I caught some streams of it, got a, like a bait access to it, and I've been completely hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I have a free moment, like put the boys down for a nap or whatever, I kind of look over and run downstairs and fire my Xbox up. And I find it wildly addicting. So I've, I've been playing an absolute ton of that lately. Cool. And like something that I guess like kind of, uh, to uh, to like break it up in between playing Tecmo Bowl or at least whatever current iteration of Tecmo Bowl that you're playing <laughs> at that time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. A lot of Tecmo, a lot of going on. You know, we have a, we have a project going on where we're making um, 2v2 Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh. So you can have four players play at the same time. It's like a hack we got going on. So a lot of testing for that. And that, that leads to a lot of laughs because it's, it's really hard and kind of clunky. But going through that. So if. I were to be playing another game, it, it's testing that, but it's pretty awesome. So I, I really enjoy the testing part of it. But 
cool. Fortnite for sure. Yeah, I mean that the, the um, that like two v two style like sounds very interesting. Like it's almost like uh, if you're like kids and just like there's only like four of you like out in like in the in like the neighborhood or whatever. So it's like you want to play football. It's like how are we gonna do that? It's like well, it's kind of just make up rules pretty much as you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, how about you there, Robert? Uh, I've been playing a couple of different things. Uh, first game I'm playing is Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, well, it's... It, it's it's fighters. Bandai Namco made it clear today. It's not Fighter Z. It's Fighters. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> fighters. Yeah, I got it right. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I got it right now. So shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, very good. I mean, it it looks exceptional. It plays like a classic Marvel versus Capcom fighting game. It, it's just great, exciting, fun, and the supers are ridiculous. And I think this is a fighting game that's going to be lasting for years to come. They're just going to keep adding cool stuff to it, and I can't wait to see what they do next with it. Uh, but the game I really wanted to talk about today is a game called Iconoclasts. Uh, this is a game that was released for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. It's a seven-year project that was put together by a Swedish developer by the name of Joachim Sandberg. He spent seven years developing this by himself. It's a classic open-world sort of platforming adventure where you you play as a 17-year-old mechanic who loves to help people. And over the course of her journey, she'll beat up enemies using a wrench and using like um, long-range weaponry as well. And it's got really, um, really great dialogue to it, but it's also got fun gameplay, like explorative exploratory gameplay where you solve puzzles and you take on boss enemies and everything. It's really like a great old school Metroidvania style game. And I really thought we had our fill of these because, you know, we've gotten stuff like what Axiom Verge, the mummy demastered and all that stuff. But this is a great addition to the pile. This game really surprised me uh, in terms of how good it is. So, uh, and the best thing is you can play it on PlayStation four or PlayStation Vita. Uh, which I think was really cool. One of those cross-platform games. Because the Vita always needs new games. So, Absolutely. Yeah, please, please and thank you. So I love that one. And then uh, as far as what I'm looking forward to, I'll be playing some Celeste tomorrow. That's from the guys that did uh, Towerfall Ascension. Uh, Ascension, excuse me. Uh, Matt Makes Games. Uh, it's another platforming adventure with a few challenges to it as well. So it, it's a pretty uh, pretty busy week. And uh, hopefully one day I'll dig into Monster Hunter World, you know? So uh, yeah. waiting on that as well. It, it's huge. But I know what you're playing this week, David. You probably dug in the Lost Sphere already, didn't you? Uh, not yet. No, I'm actually kind of like tentative on Lost Sphere. But like I'll definitely like jump into it like once I can. But, uh, you know, because otherwise it's going to be all about Dragon Ball like once I drop. And that will be dropping right. in like about like a day from as as that you know as we are. It, it'll be about the time this episode's out. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be you playing it already. Who are yeah. We as as okay. you're listening to this, I will probably be, you know, I will probably be be playing Dragon Ball Fighters for sure. So, uh, but otherwise, I you know I am playing Overwatch as always. Like you know, I always play Overwatch and oh, uh, the new items, new cosmetics, and the new uh, cosmetics. Drop. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like new skins. Uh, you know, there's like the the you know, like the cool kitty cat diva like skin, which is really cute. Um, like Reaper has like a pre- you know pretty awesome like uh, just kind of like I don't know it's all like kind of like devil like and has like the pentagram on his jacket and everything is pretty sweet and um, yeah and also some cool like highlight intros too like there's like a you know cool new like Winston one where he's kind of like rolls around like zaps you and like uh, what's that the other one uh, oh Bastion Bastion has like a basically like, a Transformers one where he kind of like goes zipping off like in like tank form and he transforms in midair and like comes sliding in it's like pretty awesome like very Optimus Prime like so uh, yeah so some really really cool stuff out there like for Overwatch and those are all like in the regular loot boxes too so they're not tied to any events so you can just kind of pick them up like you know just like whenever you want and uh you know they're at like regular prices too which is pretty sweet so some really cool stuff there and uh, definitely looking to kind of get that butcher roadhog skin by the way that that is really really sweet so um so 
aside from that, also playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I was actually kind of hoping to finish this before Dragon Ball drops. And that doesn't look like it's going to happen. But I'm just going to try to the tick away at it in between playing Dragon Ball. And it's just going to be mayhem on my PS4 lately. So uh, but aside from that, I played through and also beat Mother Russia Bleeds, uh, which is like Ooh. a uh, Devolver Digital published um, kind of like beat-em-up style game. Uh, like very kind of like pixelated and very like bloody and graphic and uh, just mm. really disgusting in a lot of ways. Um, pretty cool game. Like you basically kind of like inject yourself with like a serum that either like heals you or go, you know puts you into like a rage mode, in which you can do like fatalities and knock people's heads off and rip them apart and things like that. So uh, really screwed up, really messed up type of game as far as like a steam is concerned. But uh, th- definitely kind of like a fun romp, and I think it's on sale now. Like I, I picked it up like while I was on sale on the uh, PSN store. So definitely one to kind of check out if you're kind of looking to scratch that beat 'em up itch. So. Uh, so yeah, definitely worth uh, worth picking up if you can get it for I'd say like ten bucks or less or something like that. So pretty neat. So uh, before we, we, we move on with the rest of the show, I do have a game code here to give away. Uh, so since we are kind of keeping with the whole football theme, I figure we'd give away another code here for Mutant Football League on Steam. So Mutant Football League is the bloody fun next gen successor to arcade style American football games, taking inspiration from over the top sports games such as NFL Blitz and the Sega Genesis classic Mutant League Football. So. Uh, if you want to jump in for some bloody fun action on the gridiron, definitely jump on this. The code is QAEY8BXLW4KCCML, and that's Mutant Football League on Steam. Enjoy. So, with that, we have the Stage of History, which is a celebration of retro titles that deserve a spot, for better or for worse, in the pantheons of history. So to start us off, uh, I figure we'd go with NFL. And yes, there is a game just, just called NFL. Uh, this is a 1989 football game by Atlas. It was the first game since Mattel's NFL football in 1979 to have the NFL license. It was the first football game to have official NFL team names. And despite having team names, it was not as popular as Tecmo Bowl, uh, which we will definitely get to shortly. But first, have either of you played NFL? I have. I actually owned it as a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, it, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's it absolutely is. terrible. <laughs> and um, gosh, eighty nine. I guess yeah, it was eight or nine. And, and when I got it, and it was just kind of, I, I was just getting into football. You know, like I really bought into the bow hype, and I was into it. Yeah. And um, what happened was, you had to call plays on that game from like a sheet, like a poster that was in the game. Mm-hmm. But it's not really clearly laid out, at least for eight-year-old me in that. So me and my brother, we'd sit down to play it. And we had no idea what we're doing. And it's really slow-paced. And it was a very weird, like, awkward experience, you know, where you're supposed to look happy because you just got a new game and you're like, supposed to be excited. And it was just it was awful. It was just so slow. And we didn't know how to do anything. And <laughs> my dad, like, just got up and walked out of the room because he was just like, I don't know what's going on, you know. But... <laughs> It was terrible, and it's kind of a, an awful childhood experience. Thanks for bringing it up. No, absolutely, I, yeah. <laughs> I think the best thing—the best thing I remember about this game is that I traded it in, and I got John Elway's quarterback straight across. Oh, there, there you go. go. And that—that that was a way better game. I was like, yeah. <laughs> NFL was just really like one of those tech-heavy games, and I'm like, back in the days of the NES, you didn't weren't really looking for authenticity. You were looking right. for fun. That's why something like Tecmo Bowl or John Elway's quarterback thrived, or even 10-yard fight. They were way more fun to play instead of, I, okay, if I get this this poster out, and I know I'll choose this play and everything, and I'll choose this play, and it'll be wonderful and technical, and I'll still lose by 30 points, and fuck all. I don't care anymore. <laughs> no, no, that's not how it works. You're supposed to NFL blitz. I'm not worried about plays. I'm running up the field 
in destroying something. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't need to be like a like you know kind of like a football genius basically to kind of like run the whole thing. And, and that's I think like primarily why why Tecmo Bowl uh, just kind of you know just, just like resonated for like a lot of people because you just didn't you didn't have to know all the intricacies. Like you didn't have to be like basically uh, basically Bill Belichick like on like the like uh, right. you know, behind the controller and everything to kind of like you know run everything kind of like get like some enjoyment out of the game. So. Um, so yeah, like I, I only played like a little bit of NFL, like when I was a kid and I, so I barely remember it much, but the only thing I do remember are those, uh, you know, those like plays, as you mentioned there, Dave, um, you know, with, you know, with just how uh, ridiculously technical they were and just like something like where as a kid, you're just like, uh, I just want to hit dudes and go down the field. (laughs) Exactly. You want to get more into the action, the field, you don't want to look at 50 different plays and then all of a sudden like. Seriously, who does that? Besides yeah, <laughs> sure. LJN, oh, good old LJN, the creators are back to the future. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we, we should probably mention that that was LJN who was kind of behind this as well. So, sure, of um, course they were. Yeah, but uh, you know, to, to move on to something uh, much better for sure, we're going to go into Tecmo Bowl proper here. So, this is a 1989 football game by Tecmo. It was originally a successful arcade game released two years prior. It was the first game to feature real players via, uh, via the NFLPA license. So this basically had the uh, the actual players, while NFL had the actual teams. But you know, both didn't really come uh, come together until uh, was a Techno Super Bowl. So, um, but and then also LA Raiders running back Bo Jackson is notorious for being one of the hardest video game characters ever to play against. <laughs> um, I, I know, like whenever I kind of like see like lists of like you know, just hardest, uh, hardest video game characters, like in like, you know, old school, like, like gaming history. Uh, obviously people may, you know, mentioned like Mike Tyson and punch out and everything, but Bo Jackson certainly deserves like a top spot in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now here's a question. <laughs> Do you guys remember the original arcade game? We're talking about the four player two monitor setup that came out. I believe, I believe it came out before the NES version. Yeah, it did like two years. Yeah, you just mentioned yeah. that. Um, I, yeah, I, I've I played it now like, in like my adult life. Um, I wasn't aware of it like at the time, but you know when Mame kind of became a thing, you know, twenty years later or whatever. We actually had a league on our, our site for that. Oh, cool. <laughs> we, we played. But yeah, TV the arcade too. game. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. It was a little more detailed with graphics and everything like that. But I think the right. gameplay was kind of about the same, if I recall. No, it, it's changes, really it's. Yeah, it, no, it, it's totally different. Yeah, it's like a well, totally different game, but it's still super fun and. You, uh, like Tecmo, you, you mash the A button to get out of your grapples, but in that game, you wiggle the joystick back and forth. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so anytime you grapple, you're just like, you know, doing that, like hammering on it. And it's kind of got like a, a 2.5D perspective, you know, like, so it's lifted a little bit. So it's it's that, fun. That's my bad. I think I had uh, NFL Bloods on the brain. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <it's> good. Yeah. <laughs> happens. You know, too many like drops, boom, boom, boom. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, pretty, it's pretty obscure. So I think everybody just assumes it's another you know, NES arcade yeah. port, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just crazy though. How like one little football game, like Tecmo bowl just really changed the game. And then along came what Tecmo super bowl, just yeah, right. uh, a couple of years later. And it, it really took off. Like it, it was a game that really did things. And then of course, obviously Madden stepped in afterward, but you know, for that time there, Tecmo dominated football. Yeah. No, you're totally right. Yeah. It's interesting how it just kind of fell off. You know, they made one bad choice with the PlayStation game and it was over, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how it happens. That's what happened with the NFL game day. Remember that one year while NFL game day was so good that EA didn't release their Madden game. And then Madden released like a year later and everybody forgot what NFL game day was. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, it's, it's, it very, it's very like like fickle business, like in that sense, like just with um, you know, just how things can just have like the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, like almost immediately after, in that sense. And um, I, it would be cool to kind of see like the Techno Bowl 
I don't know, I guess, like, franchise kind of come back in some official capacity, but, like, until then, like, you know, we've obviously had, like, sites like, you know, you know like yours there, Dave, and, uh, you know, and, and plenty of other people as well, like, who are kind of keeping it alive uh, in, in many different ways, for sure, and uh, I've, I've, I've been kind of, like, uh, tempted, honestly, for, like, a while to kind of pick up the, um, it's like the, like, the New England Patriots, uh, I think it's, like, um, it was, like, techmobile.org, I think, is, like, the, like, website for, uh, for like, mm-hmm. bowl, like like the uh, like shirts and merchandise and things like that, and they they have like the like uh, New England Patriots as well as like other like teams and everything, but like in like that eight bit kind of style, and just there's like N E on it, like in that classic font and everything, which is pretty sweet. So I've, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been kind of tempted to pick that up, but like it's, it's cool to kind of see like Tecmo Bowl still kind of like alive and well, uh, which we'll definitely kind of get into in our main topic. But first, I believe actually before for- before you do that, I was going to say you were hoping for a Tecmo Bowl comeback. There was Tecmo Bowl throwback okay. for Xbox 360 that came out a few years ago. It's backward compatible on Xbox One as well. It was a pretty good attempt at a comeback. I mean, obviously there were certain limitations that kept it from being as great as a current NFL simulator, if you will, but it, w- it was a decent attempt to try to bring the game back in a new light. So uh, if you guys missed out on that, be sure to check out Tecmo Bowl throwback. Just drawing that out there. I could have made that obscure, but eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> while we're talking about obscure games i want to talk about atari football now this was a game that originally released in 1979 in arcades uh it's got a vertical sort of stand-up sort of table thing for either uh two players or four players depending on the machine you find it's a very simple game it's made up of x's and o's with players in the field and you select plays from a little light-up screen that appears next to the trackball and yeah, you controlled everything with a trackball. That was another thing. You didn't have a joystick. You rolled things around and you kind of hoped that your player would dash for the end zone, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, anyway, this game really didn't get much distribution, but it, the way that its table was set up, it's it set up as a perfect party game because you could have two players facing across from each other, sort of like with um, what Pac-Man Battle Royale does now, you know, with two players on each side. And it was a it was a fun way to play, you know, football before, obviously, we got more elaborate, you know, uh, sims like John Elway's quarterback, 10-yard fight, uh, bring up NFL Blitz again, why not? You know, so this was kind of an early start for arcade football. And I, I thought it was uh, kind of cool to look back on. And the reason I bring it up now, um, Atari announced Atari Flashback. Well, they didn't officially announce it, but it's been confirmed. Atari Flashback Volume 3, which is a uh, third collection of their, their classic games. And Atari Football is going to be featured in that. So players are going to be able to relive the, the magic of the X's and the O's on their 1080p Literally. 4K It'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be just X's and O's. But, I mean, th- this game really didn't get that much attention in the old days, mainly because people didn't think, like, a, a stand-up machine at the time would do really well. But this was one of the first multiplayer football games that I thought was really cool. Um, I don't know if either of you guys ever really saw it in arcades or anything like that, did you? Uh, no, I, I definitely didn't. Yeah, I, I definitely haven't played it. I've, I've, I've definitely seen it before because it definitely looks familiar, but... Um, yeah, I definitely haven't played it just just because like I, th- I think like the very first football game I did actually play was was Tech Mobile in that sense. So uh, I, I definitely don't have too much experience with um, I'd say like sports games in general before the NES. Uh, but yeah, like w- you know, with like Atari football is is pretty interesting just with the fact that uh, they're trying to kind of bring in that whole strategic element of like football like involved there. Like like were there like a lot of kind of complicated plays in the sense like almost similar to NFL in this case, Robert. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had like select plays. Like I said, there's a little there's a little play field there where you could select the plays you wanted to do, like run play, plays or pass plays or anything like that. There's only a limited selection. 
But um, it was still kind of cool how you could just press a button and decide what you wanted to go with. And it was kind of covered so the other team couldn't see what you select. So the, okay. that mystery is still there. But, um, it, you know, for an early 70s football game, this was a pretty good game. It's just kind of hard to play it with a trackball, especially when, you, when you're playing like more modern stuff nowadays with the joystick and the buttons and all that stuff. It's hard to go back to a trackball, oh, yeah. which is why I'm going to be interested to see how the uh, controls interpret when Atari Flashback 3 releases sometime later this year, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought while we were talking about uh, football games and the arcade sort of setup and everything like that, I'd bring up this game. I, I thought uh, it's a nice little curiosity piece for Obscura. So that's it. Atari Football. If And you want to see how uh, old this game is, just go to YouTube and look up Atari Football. Not Atari 2600 Football. That's slightly less primitive <laughs> but, <laughs> but still primitive but yeah just look it up atari football and uh yeah that's this week's obscura very cool very cool so now that's going to lead us into our main topic here which is all about the tech mobile franchise very much so uh, i figure we kind of like start us off actually with uh basically like our first experiences playing tech mobile and um, i'll kind of like just throw mine out there real quick uh namely just because uh, i never actually like you know own tech mobile like in my nes library but um, I, I would go over to like my friend's house, like who had Tecmo Bowl as well as you know RBI Baseball and like you know all, all, all sorts of other just kind of cool multiplayer games, basically on the NES. And uh, yeah, we, we play Tecmo Bowl like you know all the time. Um, you know this was just like always like a hit, like this and and you know and RBI Baseball and Batman. I remember like the, you know those three games were basically on like rotation pretty much uh, down in my friend's basement uh, just growing up. And um, yeah, it was, it was just it was just awesome, and it was. Uh, you know, like we, I remember we, we, we played that as well as Tecmo Super Bowl because, uh, you know, we, we had both. But the only reason why we would play Tecmo Super Bowl was to see just how terrible the, the New England Patriots were in that game just because the Patriots were <laughs> like absolutely horrendous. And like none of us were like, I don't know, we, we liked football. But like, you know, every time we were like look at the Patriots, there was always kind of like the joke that like, oh, it's basically the college team in, in the pro leagues. pretty much. So. And uh, that, that's more or less like how they're uh, ranked, especially in, in, you know, Tecmo Super Bowl, because uh, I don't think they're even in, in, the, in the original Tecmo Bowl at all. Um, but Dave, like, I was kind of curious on your first experience, I guess, with Tech Mobile. Yeah, it kind of starts with NFL that we mentioned earlier. Wanted to get into football games and got that one. It was horribly disappointing. So um, we had a rental store around us called Farmore. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. But um, anyhow, they had like dollar rentals that so you could rent games all the time. So my mom would take us in there, let us throw in there on the weekends and start renting Tech Mobile and got it home. I was like, oh, this is what we're talking about. You know, this yeah. is what we wanted to play. And, you know, me and my brother got really into it. And there's a bunch of neighborhood kids and we'd all just kind of come over and compete. And we just rented it continuously every weekend for I don't know how long. An obscene amount of time. And they're like, OK, we get it. You like this game. And so, yeah. <laughs> They actually stopped letting us keep renting it. They're like, no, enough. Like, get something else. And we're like, oh, this is awful. But the reason like, being... Monopolized they, they, it pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're like <laughs> sick of the music or whatever. You know. But, <laughs> so they ended up buying us Tecmo Super Bowl when it came out, you know, for Christmas. And so we totally freaked out, you know, saw Nintendo Power and we were like super pumped for it. And <laughs> that kind of just started the obsession, you know, at 10 years old. And I, I've, I've played that game religiously for a number of years, even into like the Super Nintendo so played the NES one because it was like faster and better, and yeah. we really got into like all the matchups and all that stuff. You know, we got really football nerdy with it really early on. So it's a distinct big part of my childhood. You know, surprisingly, you know, I'm talking about it now, but you know, I don't know. It's great. Did you? Did you I, also kind of like follow follow into like the rest of the like Tecmo Bowl like franchise after that? Because like I I know for me like it was kind of like Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl, and then just like it was like an immediate drop off. Like I I barely played any of the Tecmo Bowl games. It's like after that, so I was, was kind of curious if you kind of like followed it into uh, into like you know the like Genesis into like the like PlayStation or any, like any, any of the other like kind of later games. 
Yeah, yeah. I definitely hung on till the end for sure. Um, got the the Super Nintendo version of Tecmo Super Bowl, you know, same name. Um, it, it was okay. I didn't really love it. It was way slower than the Nintendo one, so I wasn't sure what I was getting into. And then there was the elusive Tecmo Super Bowl 2, mm-hmm. which everybody saw the ads for. And then for whatever reason, there's like a super limited pressing. Um, we don't really know the answers to that, but now that we have copies of it and have played it, it it's terrible. So they probably like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. And then, you know, Tecmo Super Bowl 3 came out. That's when you could do trades and there's free agents. And so, like, it took that, like, Madden step in that respect. Mm-hmm. So roster management. And it, it, they tried to expand upon it. And it's a really good game. You know, there's there's a pretty big community that still play that game as well. Um, I just I never really got into it. There's, like, spin moves and dives and, you know, all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. So it just really wasn't for me. And mm-hmm. then when it came out for PlayStation, um, they tried to push it. Like, it's going back to the original. Like, they stripped down a bunch of stuff. But it was 2D like and 3D. <laughs> Did you guys ever play that game? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, but then again, I think they went with something like that for the Super NES version as well. Wasn't it like 2D players, but the 3D field was kind of scrolling and everything like that? And it took a little bit of getting used to. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely some of that. Um, yeah, so but- I think the simpler the better. Because when they added all these different effects and everything like that, and then by the time the PlayStation version rolled around, it got really confusing. <laughs> so I was like... Maybe you should have kept it simple, stupid. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely overcomplicated for sure. Like they, they started adding stuff that didn't need to be, but they had anytime you would, there's a cut scene, like the the whole perspective would change. So it would go from horizontal to vertical and then like zoom in. Oh, okay. So the game was horribly slow, but then there was all these awkward transitions where they're like trying to be like, oh, woohoo, we're on the PlayStation. We can do cool stuff now. Yeah. Trying to get like just... really fancy with like, the 3D, <laughs> like, you know, like spinning around and like all the crazy like effects and all that. Yeah, but it was like the clip art version, you know, it was just <laughs> awful. And it, just, it just ruined the game. And it just like it, it went way downhill after that. And, you know, after that, they've come out with a few football games since then. And, um, uh, Koi Tecmo is actually a sponsor of the tournament, so we get to talk to them a few times a year, just kind of like what's going on. And last year in our discussions, we asked them about that, like, hey, is there ever a game going to come out? You know, this, this commercial is out, and we're going to talk about that later, but, you know, what's your feelings on that? And they're like, well, we put out this Wii game called Family Fun Football. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, okay, I remember that. I, I, I forgot, you know, obviously I didn't buy that game. And, um, <laughs> but it's family <laughs> like when, fun. It's fun for the yeah, whole yeah. family. <laughs> but, so, like, we were just kind of laughing about the name. Like, what the heck? How did that happen? And they were just like, well, it's just, it's basically, you know, the Japan part of the company wanted to, like, reconnect with the American audience. And it was just like, so what happened? And, like, well, it was a colossal failure. And it was like, oh, well, surprising. Right. The <laughs> name might, be, like, this might, re- might add something to do with it in that case. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it was that. And um, they ended up getting rid of the Tech Mobile players and going with, the um, like, the Wii characters. So just, oh, like, yeah. those balloony, whatever, yeah. people. And, um, yeah, it, it's awful. I bought it on eBay for 99 cents, free shipping, and tried it. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Where am I going to get my dollar now? Yeah. <laughs> Like, right. Why even, you know, Damn. why manufacture this? You know, right. you had to have played it and gone. This game is not very good. You know, right. <laughs> See, my, my 99 cent football game story went a lot greater because I picked up super high impact for Sega Genesis. OK. And that was an an awesome football game because it had the loudest screaming announcer in history. You know, like, intercepted. Screaming at the top of the lungs. All of a sudden you got a player kicking. Eat this. Fine. All of a sudden they had these little vignettes of players beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> the best dollar I spent on football. So the, the little, little fun side story there. That was kind of a ridiculous game. But uh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't buy don't buy Tech, tech Mo Super Bowl on PlayStation. Buy something else. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's like funny you mentioned that game. Um, 
that was the first game I ever like saw in an arcade when I was a kid that thought like it looked just like the television. It like totally blew me away. And it was oh, like, like it was loud and crass. Yeah, yeah, the super high impact football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you walk by and you're like, "What is this?" You know, that was oh, that God. was that game for me. Like, I immediately stopped and like I was probably going to play Street Fighter Two or something. I was just like, I was just I walked to it. It wasn't that great of a game, but it was just like this looks so real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that game in twenty years. That's funny. I think um yeah I think for me like that that uncanny valley kind of like uh, crossed for me like when I was in um it was like my local Funko Land like when that was still up and <laughs> just like they had like the little corner TV like the box TV like up in the corner of the sco- of the store and uh, it was like NFL 2K something it might have been just NFL 2K maybe like on uh, it was like it was a yeah. Dreamcast NFL game and yeah. um, I remember just kind of seeing it, it was like oh how, how come like Funko Land has like a real football game on it's like wait a minute, that's a football game. <laughs> Mind blown. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like completely like beside myself with that. And uh, I was just like, wow, like we've, we've finally done it. We've reached the top. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the, the games are like real life now. Um, and the, obviously like now the like, games are even more realistic than ever, especially with the Madden games. And uh, yeah, but like, I, I feel like if, you know, if, if you're kind of like, if, if you're able to kind of like fool someone even for like that split second, there is that like kind of crazy feeling. It's like, man, like times have really like you know, moved on up since like, you know, old days, back in my parents, you know, all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, like it's pretty neat. But um, I, like I know like with like the original game, obviously like the original game is where like a lot of the memories are kind of like stored for Tecmo Bowl, just the franchise in general. So like a lot of people kind of like, you know, talk about that as well as Tecmo Super Bowl too. But Tecmo Bowl is kind of like what is like where it's like near and dear for like a lot of people. Um, so I was kind of curious, and you know, we'll have like Dave start off with this. Actually, uh, what makes the original game so special? Do you think? I think first and <laughs> foremost, it's just the player familiarity. It was really the first time that you could be Bo Jackson or Lawrence Taylor, and that kind of drew everybody in. You know, initially just being able to to act out those those desires of wanting to crush somebody on a football field with those guys, and then secondly, it, it's really easy to play. Mm. So you, you don't have to know, you know, football and, you know, technicalities and all that stuff. You're like, oh, A to pass, you know, whatever. And it's it's just that easy. So you can just pick it up and within five minutes you're playing the game and somewhat competitively, you know, like it's really hard to be terrible at Tech Mobile. And like you can at least advance your team through the field. And I think that was a lot of the draw of it, too, that it was like it balanced football and like arcade football kind of at the same time. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. just like just hit a home run with that, you know. You have four plays to pick. You can be Bo Jackson, and it's like, oh, I want to run the ball with him. All I have to do is up an A or, you know, whatever. I can't even remember what it is right now. And that's just kind of what started it all, you know, never having that experience, you know, with, with those players. And then there wasn't anything else out at the time that was even remotely close to that. And I think that all the things just kind of lined up to where it was just like, this is the greatest game ever, you know, at that point in time of all the pre-sports games to that. They're, they're slow and clunky and kind of terrible, or football games, I should say. Yeah. And it was just like, it was like light years ahead of its time in that respect as well. I, 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 like, I know for me, like just like sports games in general, it was always, it was always about uh, Tecmo Bowl for football, RBI baseball for baseball, uh, Blades of Steel for hockey. And, uh, double dribble, double and, dribble, and double for dribble. Basketball. I mentioned for basketball exactly because like we were blown away. You know, again, it's just that. Oh my god, I can't believe they did this. Uh, like with like double dribble. Anyway, it's kind of 
you know, quick tangent anyway, uh, where they did like the um, kind of like the like dunk animations, where it's just like right. it's basically kind of like a slideshow of just like still images <laughs> of the person do like a behind the back dunk or whatever. Right. Pretty sweet. I think for me in basketball it was about arch rivals because oh, it was yeah. about the hilarious dunk where he's flying across the court magically and then shatters the backboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. But but yeah, I think Tech Mobile's timing was perfect because it came at a time when people really needed a good football game. Like ten yard fight wasn't terrible, but it was kind of average and then of course there's nfl which we won't talk about ever again (laughs) but um you know it it came at the perfect time people were looking for a good yet simple entertainment of which they could settle down with you know and play as bo jackson so you know techmo techmo nailed the time the timing on that and i think if i recall correctly they also gave it out on a few play choice 10 machines and I think it got some pretty good attention there as well, if I recall, because that was that was kind of the key to playing NES games before you could play them at home. Right. At least that's yeah. the way it was with Super Mario Brothers three and stuff like that. So you know, it got some good attention there, and next thing you know, the game's taking off like a rocket. For sure, for sure, yeah, and um, yeah, I, I think you, um, I think you kind of nailed it there, like like earlier the day, as far as like the like simplicity of like just Tecmo Bowl in general, and that's kind of like what was kind of like the main draw. Uh, you, you just didn't know. You, you didn't need to know anything about football, and I barely knew anything about the, the technicalities of football at that age, for sure. Like when I was like originally playing it, but it was just like it was just fun because like you recognize the player names, obviously. Like they have you know players like John Elway and like um, you know like, like you know with, with like Emmett Smith and Bo Jackson and everything like that. So like you know and jo, you know Joe Montana and like Jerry Rice, obviously like on the Forty on ers Like it was. Uh, I remember just like it, there there was kind of like a like an unwritten rule, and I'm sure there's like kind of the case like for you know for, uh, for you guys as well. Like in you know, just kind of playing Tech Mobile with like your friends and everything. There was kind of like an unwritten rule that you cannot play as the 49ers because their passing game was just unbeatable, pretty much. <laughs> um, oh, it, it how times like, have changed. It, it was just Montana the Rice, Montana the Rice, like every single time, <laughs> and it was just un, you know unfailable, very much. So you know, I think if I recall correctly, they had a community. Um, contest with the game uh, in my somewhere in my hometown they're like okay you can play as anybody but the 49ers right <laughs> no just no <laughs> yeah and like and, and there's obviously like uh you know like with um you know with like the memes obviously with like bo jackson like how good he is in the game and uh you know there's even like a youtube video i remember seeing of like someone literally playing as you know they're playing as bo jackson and they are going from basically like the red zone all the way back to their own end zone and then all the way back to the to, to the uh to like you know to get like the touchdown on the other side of the field you know just outrunning everyone else like the, he has the, the entire team chasing after him and just running circles around him like literally going from one end of the field back to the other it's just like ridiculous um so yeah, there's like a lot you know a lot of cool kind of like you know stories like with that and uh you know i guess like speaking of bo jackson too uh we, you know we may as well kind of get into it with how like tech Bowl has kind of you know still remained impactful even like today and uh, I guess like the most recent uh, you know like uh, like example of that I guess like is that Super Bowl commercial which was uh, was it, like a year or two years ago or something yeah it was uh, Kia Sorento yeah, and it was yeah. uh, 2017 and there were I believe three different ads like there's one where he runs out of the arena and he drives back in with the Kia and he gets the touchdown that way and then there's another one where he's fighting through the defense and then Brian Bosworth shows up and he gets in the car <laughs> and they drive to the end zone and uh, yeah I mean th- these were really relevant and what's even cool is kia hired a band to do a remix of the classic tecmo bowl theme yeah and i actually have that in my itunes library we should play it to close out the show yeah. it's just really <laughs> a lot of fun but uh if these ads were a lot of fun like kia sereno understood what made the game so iconic and they got bo jackson and they got brian bosworth the boz 
We'll call it <laughs> whatever. And then they made it fun. You know, there's a right way and there's a wrong way to capitalize on retro memories. This was the right way. I love these commercials. Yeah, they they, they definitely kind of like nailed it. And um, yeah, it, it was just like, I don't know, it was just like a trip, honestly, because like all of a sudden you like hear the music. And if you grew up like, you know, playing Tecmo Bowl, you instantly just kind of recognize it. And they, you know, they got the whole like, re- you know, the retro graphics going on, even with the, the Kia coming out. They have like an 8-bit Kia Sorento like going around the field and everything is just like, it's like insane. It's just like, what the hell am I watching? What What, what is life? <laughs> you know, it's like as you're watching it. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just like insane. And um, I, I was, I was kind of curious on what your first impression, I guess, of that commercial there, Dave. It was surprising. Um, I, I didn't know it was coming out ahead of time. I just I caught it on like in my Twitter feed, and I was just like, "What?" You know, like <laughs> just kind of back. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And then like within five minutes, you know, my brother's texting me, and you know, my Tecmo friends are texting me, like, "Did you see this?" You know, <laughs> yeah. And then just watching on my television, you know, like because the the playoff games like leading up to it, like they played that thing an outrageous number of times, just because. It had like millions of hits on YouTube and yeah, it was just kind of like every time I was like, I cannot believe I'm watching this, you know, <laughs> I, I think the commercial was great. The execution was great. And I just think there's like this big disconnect with like the product. Yeah. That's not like a middle-aged man's car. So it was just like, it was like, I, I think you missed that part. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I, that didn't make me want to go buy that car. I thought the commercial was incredible. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I mean, I think, maybe uh, if they had... Maybe if they had the NES inside of it with a copy of Techno Bowl. Maybe, yeah, tech- yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this should like have hired a top you loader in there or something. You know, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Pop down yeah. monitor. I'm just going to chill here and watch the game. Here. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's really cool. And uh, there's all there's also like too like with uh, you know with like homebrews that you know as, as like TechmoBowlers.com does. Um, you know, and I, I guess uh, I was just kind of curious like if you can kind of get into like a little bit about like how Techmo Bowlers uh, I guess like does. Uh, kind of like the homebrews or like what the whole story is with that. Yeah, sure. Um, Tecmo Bowl is it's actually it's, it's my blog. Um, and I'm an, an administrator on TecmoBowl.org. That's the, the big forum where everybody talks and plays and all that kind of stuff. And I just wanted more of an outlet to like just dive deep. And so we interview old players and kind of break down stats. And it, it's pretty nerdy. If you're into Tecmo Bowl, you'll, you'll certainly enjoy it. And um once I started doing that, um, really what I got into was just reenacting uh, NFL plays with Tech Mobile. Mm-hmm. And that's just really when it, when it took off in a lot of respects. That um, We've done it for a number of years on techmobile.org, and it just kinda, we just stopped doing it because never really got any attention. But then we made a few good ones, and they've been shown on you know, SportsCenter and Fox Sports Live and all that stuff. And it's really had this uptick in um, overall involvement and people like excited for, you know, Tecmo again. And it, it's been this catalyst in a lot of ways to have great conversations. Um, every person I talk to, it's like, man, I played that game. I loved it. You know, I can't believe it's like still relevant, you know, and bringing that to, you know, Tecmo Madison, it's you know, the world championship tournament and, you know, 300 guys from all over the country fly into Madison, Wisconsin of all places and duke it out every April. Yeah. Crown one winner, but you know it, it's it's just extended the reach of that. You know, through that, there's an influence or like NFL films came out and like made a documentary on the That's tournament. That's right. I was, I was going to ask you about that actually, because like like were, like were you part of that documentary in any sort of way? Or no, I wasn't. Um, I just did like stream and media stuff, and um, that was my first year actually working with them officially, and okay. so it was just very very behind the scenes. Um, so they're all my best friends now, but it was just kind of crazy at the time. You're like, I can't believe this is here, you know, to hear <laughs> Sam Spence's music in the background and, you know, <laughs> talking about Mort and all these guys. It was a pretty wild thing. That's amazing. Um, 
yeah and from there it's like you know the Tecmo Super Bowl Facebook page like I run that and um, that's just all just kind of grown to where we all have expendable income we all like Tecmo Bowl so there's tournaments all over the place now it's like it's just wild and um, we talked to the ad agency uh, David and Goliath who made the Kia commercial um, when Tecmo became an official sponsor of our tournament last year I'm just kind of like walking through the process with them of you know what that was like just kind of interviewing them and they largely pitched uh, Tecmo Madison as part of the deal. Like, this is still relevant, and this is why. Mm. And uh, they wanted to give uh, the, the um, winner the next year, like, a car. They wanted, oh, wow. like, they wanted to, like, Sorrento? sponsor it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that car. And Aki ended up saying no, yes to everything and then no to that. Okay. But it was, it was just kind of like this wild thing. Like, I cannot believe this influence, like, this commercial. You know, it was like all this me goofing off on my laptop at home. And me and my buddy Matt, you know, Kenobi, the guy who runs TechmoBowl.org, it's it's kind of me and him just kind of <laughs> playing puppeteer, but we're goofing off, you know, it's just we're having a great time. And um, it's just we've just connected with this whole generation of dads at this point now. It's like, man, this game, it's so awesome, you know. It's <laughs> it's like, just go to the Facebook page and you know, they put a, a Super Bowl prediction video up yesterday. It's like it's on time and playboy and like all these websites and every comment's exactly the same oh yeah well see i was gonna bring that up because it said the eagles will beat the patriots and i bet david's not happy about that <laughs> well, like what I, is this fake news fake news i saw some some different uh reports there so maybe i will call the fake news but you know we'll kind of hear what, what you have to say there robbers <laughs> I'll tell you another thing I'm fascinated by. Like each year, I, I, I see these new emulations, these homebrews, if you will. Like I'm looking at this one on, over on the techmobile.org page now for Techmo Super Bowl 2018, uh, which features obviously updated stats, but with the classic gameplay mixed in. Um, how would you say the reception is in terms of these homebrews? I mean, do you see a lot of downloads, a lot of feedback by players? Um, yeah, um, prof- players like professional players. Well, just anybody who downloads it be like, hey, oh, this is gotcha. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it, it tips between eighty and 100,000 downloads every year. Um, it's kind of become just like this recurring significant event for retro gamers that they, they flock the site to, to download that. And we try to tweak it a little bit every year, like add a, a new improvement or, you know, we, we kind of dance the line of keeping it vanilla original because that's what everybody rem- remembers and then adding you know, all the new cool stuff to it. So uh, that project's really fun. You know, we get to talk to a lot of media and uh, it just it hits all the blogs again, kind of the same thing, just that whole circus. But um, overall, people love it. You know, there's you go on eBay and search, you know, Techno Super Bowl 2018. There's like a thousand copies of people selling it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it, we're doing something right, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're making money off that. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I think that that's like the goal. Is it a good game if they're ripping you off and selling it? Yeah, I think it's a good game. Now, I, I like I haven't personally like played any, any of the, like, the homebrews and everything, but I've always been like kind of curious about them. And like, you know, I would always kind of like hear about them because, again, this kind of makes those like retro gaming circles pretty much whenever there's like a new one of these that you know that comes out and um like are, are there like any like new like you know cutscenes for example or are you basically just kind of like you know re, you know recoloring them or like you know is, is there something more i guess like intrinsic to it like as far as like the differences that you make to it yeah so um like the official one that everybody downloads um it's really just a roster update okay and then um we also we re, bleh, sorry release like an alternate version of that and that has all these hacks in it um there's like a two-point conversion now which wasn't there um things that we've 
kind of rewritten the code um, as far as how like attributes work, how players interact in the field. Um, a lot, we've kind of rewritten it from the ground up at this point. <laughs> so um, adding more to it every time, it's like it's it gets harder and harder. Uh, no, no real new cutscenes, for instance. Um, we've like updated the player animations and things of that nature. Um, more fluid, but, things like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. So like shortening things up and it, yeah, gosh, I'm trying to think of like the landmark hacks that are out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two point conversion one for sure. Like we expanded it from 28 to 32 teams a few years ago. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's yeah, a lot going on. It'd be interesting seeing like a whole team of Bo Jacksons. Bo Jackson throws <laughs> to Bo Jackson. <laughs> the all Bo team. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing. And, and I'll tell you what else I'm curious by. I remember seeing these ads all over the place on Facebook for the Tech Mobile shirts. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd have like the little helmet and it'd say Den on it instead of Denver, you know, that sort of deal. And I think those were pretty popular for a while, too. For a li- I don't know if they still are or not, though. Yeah, yeah, you see them all over the place, like all the tournaments and stuff. Is A few years ago, they were just like everywhere, you know. <laughs> I think the, the Facebook ads and stuff have calmed down at this point, but that, that was a lot of fun, too, you know, just to. <laughs> it, it, I have a Bucks one, so when I wear it out in the wild, people are like, oh, my gosh, where did you get that? You right. know, it's like, imagine that reaction's everywhere because they know what it is instantly, you know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Which is cool. It's kind of paramount to, like, just Tecmo in general, like I th- or Tecmo Bowl in general, more of. It's just that it was so popular, you know. It's like we, we goof about it and talk about it now, but it's just like I just don't think we ever realized the gravity and we don't have the numbers of how many copies were sold and all that stuff, but it's just it's kind of the same reaction. and Yeah. It's I think it's great, man. It's a good time. It's just like that, that like impact, I guess, of like, because uh, for like a lot of people and like, you know, and, and, and like myself included, that was kind of like the first like video game sports game that they played pretty much, you know, yeah, and uh, sure. it, it just kind of left that, you know, that impression pretty much. And it's, it's kind of amazing to see how, how far that has taken it. And now we see like, you know, Kia Sorrento ads and like Bo Jackson, like, you know, <laughs> like much older, but still kicking ass pretty much on the field. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. But um, yeah, a, a lot of other people also, uh, you know, like also remember like the Tecmo Bowl, uh, you know, franchise and games like, you know, very fondly. Uh, so, you know, I collected some like listener responses here and uh, I do have like a bit of like a special extension of that <laughs> to kind of lead into uh, something very special here. Uh, so, the, you know, to start off, uh, we have the real Mr. Freeze who says playing as the Raiders, Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen were unstoppable. 49ers and Broncos were just as good, too. So your beloved Denver Broncos there, there Robert, do you, do you remember playing as the Broncos all the time in Bowl? All the time. I mean, I'll be like, screw the 49ers. I want to win with my boys. Elway <laughs> <laughs> or bust. I'm a loyalist, just like you, David. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> We're all loyalists to, to a fault in some cases. To so. a fault, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a loyalist to the – I don't think – the only people who are probably aren't loyal to their team are probably the Browns. But that parade <laughs> did get a lot of people, so who knows. That's true. That's true. Uh, there's also Joshua Davis here who says, playing the only version of the Dolphins that can win – in a game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apparently he hasn't Which, seen the Brown. <laughs> that's true, yeah. yeah. But like obviously with, you know, with like Dan Marino being in the game too, uh, you know, I remember he was um, he was obviously like a popular player to, uh, to play as in the old school Tecmo Bowl. Uh, there's also Corey Ray, uh, Rayberg here who simply says 100 yard passes. <laughs> Which um, <laughs> I, I like. I did post up like a like a gif like when I was asking people for responses on uh, on Twitter, and it's, it's a gif literally of someone you know passing from their end zone all the way to the other side of the, of the field uh, for like an instant touchdown, which is uh, pretty awesome. So, uh, oh, Manning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because that's actually the 49ers. You keep talking about how Jerry Rice and Joe Montana is impossible. Like that's what that gif is, and that's kind of why it's so popular. That's yeah. the broken play where it's like you just run to the end zone one two three four five right through the pass touchdown like every single time. Yeah, 
<laughs> so only only in tech bubble will we be able to kind of do pull off plays. Like right. that. Yeah, see, there, there's Hail Mary and then there's Hail Mary Margaret the third. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And uh, so th- here's like you know, more more uh, responses here, but this is all coming from now uh, the tech mobile versus RBI Twitter basically. So they responded, uh, you know, to uh, to my plight here for some responses. <laughs> and um, yeah, he he had a lot to say here. So this is like Brad actually from from tech mobile versus RBI. Uh, who says, memories. My buddies and I just plowed through about 16 games of original Tecmo Bowl this weekend. We don't reminisce. We keep playing. <laughs> and uh, he continues that with, most people have no clue about the depth of original Tecmo Bowl and dismiss it compared to Tecmo Super Bowl. We spent years unearthing all the technical programming aspects of it to create strategies and game plans needed to master it. So... Uh, obviously, someone who has really dug deep into like the intricacies of the game uh, in order to truly master it too, and he's uh, I actually asked him to kind of follow up with me like uh, via email, and uh, I'll kind of give like a, an abridged version of uh, of what he gave here because uh, it was really really cool and, and interesting stuff. Uh, he says, "My buddies and I began to play competitively again back around 2003. Over the years, we amassed a mountain of info related to strategies and matchups, which are used to play at a high level." In recent years, we started attending tournaments and playing people outside our circle. In the last two years, I have won five Tecmo Bowl tournaments, including the Retro World Series in Houston and the Driven Foundation Tournament in Columbus, Ohio. Recently, I've been putting some strategy videos out, sharing my knowledge, and there is quite a bit out there. I was, I was you know, I was checking out some of his stuff, uh, which you can actually find on TecmoBowl-versus-RBI.com, uh, and that'll be in the show notes as well for you to kind of check out. Um, but yeah, some like really, really cool stuff. And, um, and, you know, and, and Dave, I believe you mentioned too, like how you actually know Brad as well, right? Or like kind of know him by association. Yeah, I know him by association, uh, just as members of techmobile.org and then, you know, his site. It's kind of funny. I've, I've known him for like 10 years, but never really met, never really talked, you know, texts or Facebook messages. And every year he's like, oh, I'm going to come to Techmo Madison. I'm going to, you know, destroy you guys. And he never comes. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. <laughs> You gotta like build up a kind of kind of like whole hype thing around it. Like, like you know, may, maybe if you get like ESPN films, like again, the kind of like you know, play it up like some kind of like documentary, like very akin maybe to like uh, to like King of Kong or something like that. You can get you know, you, you can get Brad like to kind of come on board. It's like it's we we've been waiting. This has been hyped up for too long now. We have to make it happen. You know, and just kind of get the whole thing like as like a you know, very dramatic documentary kind of style kind of thing. Uh, I, th- I think it would be pretty amazing. Honestly. Yeah, and, no, uh, sure. make sure David gets the producer credit there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. all right, there you go. Yeah. I, I want some and, kind of credit at least. I'll, I'll take I'll take associate producer. It's not my idea. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by association, I think it fit, it fits. Perfect. Yeah. We might need <laughs> to get, make um, it. To I am in TV. Yeah, we we might need to get uh, get Rob McCollum like maybe to kind of uh, to think about that idea for sure. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can make something work. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk to him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all we need is going to come in. Okay, put the rolling rock bottle right here. For this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, so, so some really cool stuff there, and uh, you know, obviously some really cool stuff that you know that you're doing there, uh, you know, as well there, Dave, with uh, Tecmo Bowlers, uh, with, with TecmoBowlers.com as well as TecmoBowl.org. So uh, some really cool stuff there, and we'll have like links to those as well in the show notes for you to check out very easily. But uh, yeah, some really awesome stuff. So to continue with the football of, I believe you have a game code to give away, Robert. I do. I have a game code for Mutant Football League for Steam. I have one as well. Uh, thanks to Michael Menheim for handing these out to us. Of course, it's the crazy arcade-style football game. If you loved Mutant League football, you're going to love this one as well. Uh, my Steam code, if Dave didn't take it, is 4R63PZNMT6YAR2M. <laughs> and that is Mutant Football League on Steam, and enjoy. 
Very cool, very cool. Uh, so that's going to lead us now into a game of random selects. So this is a yes or no 15-question game to guess which video game character I am this week. And uh, this is basically going to be between you, Dave, and, and Robert uh, to kind of like figure out like who's going to basically guess uh, you know guess correctly here. Uh, so again, these are yes or no questions. And uh, after the fifth round of questions, I will give the first hint. After the tenth round of questions, I'll give the second hint. And if after 15 questions you, you guys don't get it, it is game over, as Raul Julia would say. So, uh, so, uh, so Dave, why don't you start us off with the first yes or no question? Huh. Surprise me on this one. Um, <laughs> go, go ahead and just ask if it's Bo Jackson, because it's probably Bo Jackson. <laughs> are, are you Bo Jackson? <laughs> I am not Bo Jackson, no. Uh, Robert will, okay. will try to kind of tempt you to go for those home run swings, by the way. So. Well, you never know. I mean, it, it happened once. It could happen again. I made sure it wasn't that obvious. So. Okay. Are you in a football game? No. Oh, okay. Are you in a sports game? No. Mm. Are you in an NES game? No. I'm out. You <laughs> uh, pretty much just lost interest at this point. <laughs> um, is it a ret- Are you in a retro game? Yes. Hmm. Is it from the 16-bit era? No. Oh boy! <laughs> it's Tecmo Super Bowl. I got it. <laughs> How about the 8-bit era? No. Okay. Uh, were you on the Sony PlayStation? Yes. Okay. We've got it narrowed down now. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation, non-sports game characters. All right. Are you a human? Yes. Are you Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal? No. It's worth so a try. That is five right there. <laughs> yeah, and it is. My first hint is I'm a lot tougher than I look. Hmm. I'm a lot tougher than I look. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Huh. Are you in a role-playing game? No. In a fighting game? No. Wow. <laughs> Are you a male? No. Hmm. Are you in, like, an action-adventure game? Yeah. Okay. Are you a brunette? Yes. <laughs> Are you Lara Croft? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what would you rather do? My other clue was armies, animals, dinosaurs. I fought them all. <laughs> I probably would have hinted at something like Alicia Vikander or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there it, it is. Got it. Hey. It, it was a lot less, uh, a lot less ambiguous than like when I was uh, when I was King Hippo, and there was like the, you know the question of like of are you know are you human? I'm like maybe. <laughs> like, I'm not, I wasn't <laughs> right. quite sure if King Hippo was human or not. But probably should ask a question like how many shots does it take to bring down a grizzly bear? Right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's random select right there. So it was, uh, you know, awesome job there, guys. And okay. uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, our cast ep- episode ninety four in the books. Is there anything you guys want to throw out there before we close up shop? Like, uh, you know, if you want, like, you know, like if you want to promote anything that you're doing there, Dave, or anything like that. Yeah, sure. Um, come out to Tecmo Madison, the uh, Tecmo Super Bowl World Championships. It's uh, April sixth and seventh in Madison, Wisconsin. We've got uh, three hundred dudes coming from all over the country. We're gonna duke it out and Tecmo Super Bowl and NBA Jam. And then this year, we actually have a, a Tetris qualifier um, champion that wins our tournament there is actually getting a free flight out to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo as an official top 32 entrant for their big tournament out there. Oh, so, nice. yeah, registration's almost full, but we've still got some slots left. So if you're interested, techmomadison.com. Hit it up. Shoot me an email and we can chat about Bo Jackson. 
Absolutely. You should, <laughs> you should totally do the uh, the Twitch streaming on that. Show the world just how crazy Tech Mobile is. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, we get about 150,000 views every year. It's pretty wild. It's uh, twitch.tv slash techmobile. So if you want to nerd out with us for 10 hours and listen to real play-by-play, you know, we, we do it all. So Very cool. Yeah. Um, before we go, I did want to bring up like one thing. This is kind of a side note game. I, I saw a clip on Twitter the other day, David. You might have seen it. I did this clip for a game called Trap Adventure Two. Oh yeah. It looks like it looks like an innocent platforming game, but then it goes completely ape shit on you. <laughs> like you know, there's this first level with three blocks, right? So you figure, oh, I'll just jump up to three blocks and I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, like spikes emerge out of the third block and kill you. Then you go back into the stage again and you start to go up to platforms and the spikes come up. And you're like, oh, I'll be fine. Then all of a sudden, it hops back onto the other two platforms and it, it just all sorts of things like walls come down, you know, like platform blocks move, wall spikes come. It, it, it's like you can't win the game. <laughs> you just. <laughs> can't uh just look up the video clip for trap adventure 2 on youtube you'll see what i'm talking about it's diabolical platforming design in it, it i don't even know if i can play it <laughs> just, <laughs> it's too damn hard very cool and uh yeah if you if you want to uh, you know still kind of get like your your football fix uh definitely check out the last two releases we've had on the podcast uh there was like the, the you know the last full episode uh where we had michael mendheim on to talk about the mutant league franchise as well as like a little bit about mutant football league uh, but then we go full blown into Mutant Football League with Michael in, uh, and as well as Tim Kitzrow, like the announcer in the game, uh, to uh, you know, like in the, like the Arcast Mini, basically it was Arcast Mini yeah. number six. So uh, I'll tell you, Dave, yeah. what you need to do: invite Tim Kitzrow to do live commentary. Yeah, because he's not, he's amazing. I mean, they they had a few drinks when we had him on the show, but it was amazing. It was Tim, pretty wild. Tim, chat. Tim went off in fifteen different directions, and each one was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Get him to your Tech Mobile event. I guarantee you will have a good time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we do like a, a live chat thing with a couple people, and I've actually reached out to him a couple times, just trying to get him to like, hey, come chat with us for a few minutes. But I haven't connected there, so he definitely <laughs> seems like the guy. He needs to have a few drinks for you to want to hang out with him. It's kind of like I kind of get that vibe from like you, you want him like hyped up, you know, like ready to go as yeah, rather. He- he 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 definitely benefits from being like hyped up, especially if he's kind of like you know because like he he like mentioned too like when he was like working you know working on NBA Jam, obviously being like the voice of NBA Jam and everything. Yeah. Uh, he 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 was just like you know happy to kind of like be there working on a game and getting a big sandwich at the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> big sandwiches, mm-hmm. big sandwich. Yeah, exactly from downtown. Bo Jackson. <laughs> Jackson awesome. connects with a big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a lot a lot of cool things there. Like you know if you kind of check out like the previous two uh, two episodes there uh, for like our cast mini as well as for like the previous full episode there uh but yeah if you want to follow uh if you want to follow the our cast on twitter we are at arg podcast same thing for facebook we're facebook.com slash arg podcast and if you want to follow me on twitter it's at the guilty man well, follow me on twitter it's twitter.com slash dcd you can also check out my work at comicbook.com slash gaming i just did a special talking about the pros and cons of xbox game pass getting first day new releases from microsoft so it's definitely an interesting read yeah and um i'll, I'll have you like kind of you know like promote some uh, some social media there uh, you know plugs there too dave yeah sure uh, you can find us at on twitter at, at tecmo bowlers um facebook facebook.com slash tecmo super bowl and then find us on twitch twitch.tv slash tecmo bowl 
There you go. There you go. And if you want to send us any like any like questions, any suggestions, any like feedback or retro games you want us to cover or anything at all, really, you could email us at rcast at retrozap.com. And be sure to check out retrozap.com for all sorts of other amazing podcasts, especially of the Star Wars variety. There is Bruise and Blasters, Kanata's Castle, Skywalking Through Neverland, Starship Sabers and Scoundrels. Uh, there's also Betway Bontas, which is really cool because it combines both politics and Star Wars. So if you're both, of both minds, it's definitely the podcast for you. There's also the Animaniacast, so if you're a big Animaniacs fan, that's definitely the podcast for you, and it's also Rob Paulson approved. There's also the Deucecast Movie Show, so if you're a big movie fan, that's definitely the podcast for you, and uh, those guys have been doing it for over 300 episodes now, so they definitely know what they're doing over there. And uh, there's also the Tector Retro Dads, so if you love old school stuff, and of course you do because you listen to the Rcast, you'll love the Tector Retro Dads because they cover stuff in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, not only just video games, but also toys, commercials, things like that. And yeah, there's also us with Rcast, so be sure to find us on iTunes and subscribe, give us five stars, and tell your neighbors. We're also on Stitcher and also Google Play Music, so there's absolutely no reason to not listen to the Rcast. And yeah, again, that's Rcast episode 94 in the books. Until next time, keep it retro. Man, they got a ton of Tecmo Bowl tournaments. They got the Tomzak Pole 10. They, they got, they got what was it, the Tundra Bowl 5, uh, the, the Super Bowl 52. There's all sorts of stuff. You don't see this happening with LGN NFL. No. No, no you don't. You don't get the sponsor for them either. <laughs> Any of the NFL doesn't want to acknowledge the NFL. That's, that's fair play. That's fair play. LJN, like who? Who's LJN? <laughs> uh, they, they did the never mind. You don't want to, <laughs> just leave it that. We'll, we'll leave the episode now. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, catch you guys later. I'm Chris Wilson. And I'm Dylan Gregory. And we host Backstage Gaming, a weekly podcast about video games and storytelling. We both play pretend professionally. Sometimes on stage with other people. And sometimes alone in a soundproof room. So join us every Monday while we talk about games, acting, and how a story comes together. Backstage Gaming. Dramatic takes on your favorite games. Part of the HP Video Game Podcast Network.